Hey, man, is that the Garage Rock Show podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is the Garage Rock Show podcast. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash the Garage Rock Show to become a monthly supporter. And make sure to check us out online at thegaragerockshow.com and give us a like and a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Garage Rock Show Podcast. And if you like this episode, please take a minute to give us a rating in your Apple or Google store. Now on to this week's episode. It's Friday. It's time for another episode of the Garage Rock Show Podcast. Chris here flying solo this week and bringing you the news in the rock world every week. This Friday, May 1st, Season 2, Episode number 17. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff this episode, including the Louder Than Life Festival with Metallica has been canceled, Five Finger Death Punch donating to first responders and military families, Pearl Jam raising money for charity with special VIP experience they're offering, Portugal the Man donates a bunch of banned books to students in Alaska. What's up with that? We'll find out a little bit later. Post Malone raised over $3 million over the weekend, covering his favorite Nirvana tracks. Lollapalooza is pulling two full concert videos every week from their archives. Plus, we'll find out what Gene Simmons has to say about the current state of the music touring industry. Plus, on this day of Music History Trivia Weekly, WTF and more, it is all on the way. This week, Friday, May 1st, 2020, we have some new albums out. Not very many. Uh, got some new stuff from Car Seat Headrest. Those guys are pretty cool. Definitely check them out. Car Seat Headrest's new album is called Making a Door Less Open. So there you go. Diet Sig has a new album out. Kenny Chesney, Man Man, and Umbra Vitae, which is actually a new project of a guy from Converge. Awesome band, Converge. Jacob Bannon. This is his new side project. It's called Umbra Vitae. So there you go. That's out today. All right, kicking off the rock news this week with some tour news. Metallica headline Louder Than Life Festival has been scrapped. A fourth Metallica headline North American festival has been canceled. The Louder Than Life Festival was scheduled to take place in Louisville, Kentucky, September. It has been scrapped, joining its sister spring events, Sonic Temple, Epicenter, Welcome to Rockville. Those were all canceled. Metallica was scheduled to headline those events as well before this pandemic stuff happened. According to the press release, ticket buyers will receive refunds for their purchase, which is great. A lot of promoters are not allowing that. So Danny Wimmer presents doing the classy move and offering an option for you guys. If you want to hold on to the ticket for next year, they're allowing you to do that as well as uh, getting a refund, which I'm sure a lot of us could use that money, right? So earlier earlier in the year, Danny Wimmer Presents announced that Louder Than Life would expand to four days instead of three with Metallica as an additional headliner. It's a total bummer, man. I'm sure that was going to be a big rollout for him this year, and they're not even going to be able to do that. So total bummer. Tool and Chili Peppers were set to headline that as well. What a show that would have been. All right, uh, some rock news this week. thought this was a cool story from Eddie Vedder and Pearl Jam. They're offering a birthday package for COVID-19 relief. What is that all about? Well, they were nominated with this challenge. It's called the All In Challenge to raise money for COVID-19 relief efforts. They were nominated by actress Laura Dern, and the band is offering a special birthday package that Eddie Vedder described himself in a video message. You can check it out on Pearl Jam's social media. They have it up there. So here's the deal. You get a um, you get to attend the Pearl Jam show of your choice, right? It doesn't actually have to be their birthday. And they'll start the day at the band Soundcheck, where they get to give Vedder a little help as he puts the set list together. So you get to play some uh, tracks there uh, on the set list. And during the show itself, the winner would get to watch the first half from seats up front and then the rest while standing at the side of the stage. Vedder added that the winner might get to bring a guitar out on stage and jam and share his bottle of wine. And for the grand finale, 
The winner will get to come back on stage and have the entire crowd sing happy birthday to them, even if it's not their birthday. To top it all off, the winner will also receive a Telecaster guitar signed by the entire band. Wow. That is cool, and I'm sure they're going to raise some good money for that. Uh, very, very cool. They're donating to Meals on Wheels, No Kid Hungry, and America's Food Fund, all great causes. And Post Malone pulling off a 15-song Nirvana tribute. I don't know if you guys caught it, but I got to give a tip to the hat, a tip of the hat to Post Malone. He pulled it off there, and he was jamming remotely with Travis Barker on the drums, and I'm not sure who was the uh, bass player that was playing with him. But Post Malone was there with his guitar. Travis Barker, I don't know if he was in another room or if he was in his own studio, but they kept switching camera angles and showing him jamming these Nirvana tracks. Basically, he played the entire Nevermind album and three cuts from In Utero and two from Nirvana's first-length LP, Bleach. Pretty awesome. Travis Barker was there. Oh, guitarist Nick Mack and bassist Brian Lee. Okay, not familiar with those guys, but Travis Barker was there as well. Uh, so Google matched the amount raised up to $5 million, $3 million, and Google matched that. So very cool. Uh, all right. Uh, also, some uh, great charity work from Five Finger Death Punch. Say what you will about the band, but the members uh, always donate to some very n notable and reputable causes. And this is probably, I think, the most reputable one they've done yet. $150,000 to the Gary Sinise Foundation. The money comes from a portion of the ticket sales from their last tour in 2019, as well as proceeds from their new single, Blue on Black. The foundation uses the funds to help America's defenders, veterans, first responders, their families, and those in need. And I can tell you that that foundation is one of the last true, honest foundations for the vets, the Gary Sinise Foundation. So good on Five Finger Death Punch for doing that. Oh, hey, Charles. What's up? Oh, hey, Chris. Hey, Slugger. You look down. What's wrong? I don't know, Chris. Things just haven't been going well for me. My energy seems low. I can't focus at the office. I have trouble feeling powerful like I used to. My arms seem a little saggy. Yesterday, I stared at a bridge for six hours from the roof of a stranger's car. When they asked me to get down, I screamed the name Bette Midler at them several times. I just feel lousy. I don't know what's wrong. Well, I know what's wrong, champ. You do? Yeah. You're not getting enough fortification to those bones with the nutritional content in crow's milk. Huh? That's right, crow's milk. Here, try some. Okay. Mmm. <laughs> Thick. Sure it is. Crow's Milk blends the perfect amount of nutrient-fortified crow's eggs with dairy-based products we all enjoy. It's like a drink in a way, but in a way, it's not like a drink at all. Right. And the patented flavor and energy crystals resting deep inside that bottle of cool, refreshing crow's milk gives you the fight you need to pump those muscles up like a crow. Energy crystals like sugar? Sure, and remember, crow's milk is specifically designed to give you a unique charge of protein with amino acids that do something like science-y for you. Yeah, I can feel the charge right now. It really gives you an I-don't-give-a-fuck attitude. Well, okay. So, Charles, how do you feel now? I mean, I mean like, 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 deep, deep down? down? Really reach in there, you know, think about it. Like war lyrics, Chris. Yeah, good. Now go get them, slugger. And remember, crow's milk can be used as shampoo as well to help replenish those nasty hair follicles. Huh? Crow's milk, available upon request in most countries. Buy it today. All right, some more rock news this week. 
Uh, looks like Guns N' Roses have been working on new stuff for a new album, according to bassist Duff McKagan's wife, Susan. She's the one breaking the news. What the hell? The latter added on the Appetite for Distortion podcast. Oh, okay, so she was a guest there. She said, quote, I've heard bits and pieces, and it's pretty epic. I do want to spread the good news, but not detailed news, I guess. Rumors of a new album, the band's first since 2008, have been circulating ever since Duff and Guitarist Slash rejoin, uh, rejoined the group in 2016. So that's kind of cool. Uh, let's get that new Guns album out there, man. I can't wait to hear it. Uh, more rock news. Former Oasis guitarist Noel Gallagher has shared a previously unheard song from the defunct band called Don't Stop. He said he stumbled upon the demo while going through boxes of unmarked CDs at home. He added, quote, hope everyone is staying safe and trying to ride out the lockdown with the minimum of fuss. You're welcome, by the way. And yeah, an unreleased uh, Oasis track called Don't Stop. So Noel Gallagher digging up the archives. Maybe that's a good sign for Oasis, man. He's like going down memory lane, looking up the old CDs. Come on, guys, get back together, right? Lollapalooza news. They are pulling two concerts every week out of its vault of performances spanning over 20 years. This is going to be really cool. They're going to go back all the way to the 90s. The inaugural installment, excuse me, the inaugural installment premiered on Thursday night, April 30th, uh, just last night with the Strokes 2010 performance and Alesso's 2019 DJ set. Uh, the series benefits Live Nation's newly launched Crew Nation, which is raising money for the crew members who work at concerts and festivals like Lollapalooza. The fate of this August flagship event in Chicago has yet to be decided. That's a bummer, but it looks like they're uh, getting some money to the crews of all those uh, concerts, so that's really cool. Uh, 21 Pilots reaching another Spotify milestone. Those guys just keep racking up the awards. They're now the first and only so far musical act in history to have every song on an album reach over 100 million streams on Spotify. Holy moly. They reached that milestone on April 22nd. That is pretty impressive. Good for them. Uh, the Killers sharing some new music, and they are delaying the release of the new album. Uh, okay, so here's the deal online. Um, Imploding the Mirage, well, that was the new album, right? It was originally due out May 29th. The group will announce a new release date for its sixth studio album. The band called the new song one of our favorite album tracks in a while. They posted it on Instagram. And Brandon Flowers and drummer Ronnie Vanucci went on Instagram Live this past Friday on April 24th. They debuted another new song called Dying Breed and teased a 30-second clip of a fourth track called My Own Soul's Warning. So they're leaking out little bits and pieces of that new music and uh, de delaying that album release just a little bit. All right, Dave Grohl gave a pretty cool performance to a frontline healthcare worker. This guy's name was TJ Riley. He's an ER nurse. He's been fighting COVID-19 on the front line. And here's the deal. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel's got this really cool thing going on where he's it's the healthcare hero of the day. And he focuses on somebody in the healthcare industry and uh, does something cool, special for him, right? So this guy works at Jacoby Medical Center in the Bronx, and he survived the, the, the disease himself. He was given $10,000 by Jimmy Kimmel and the special serenade from Grohl doing Everlong on a personal video message to him. That is pretty amazing. And uh, Billy Joe Armstrong and his sons ended up jamming on the show following that on Late, Late Show with James Corden. Him and his son Joey and Jacob performed the 1967 Tommy James and the Shondells classic, I Think We're Alone Now. And uh, it's part of uh, the No Fun Mondays quarantine cover series that Billy Joe Armstrong has been doing lately. New York City, 1929. The air is thick with crime. 
dirt, grit, and passion. He walks alone. You know that, Jack? With a side. But who walks alone, Nancy? With a side of pickles, Jack. Damn it, Nancy. Who walks alone? This fall, there's a new hope on the streets for the innocent and a new threat to the guilty. I work alone, Johnny. No need to drag you along like a side of fries. Yeah, detective? I know you like to go lean, but sometimes you gotta double down, get beefy. Remember, we're a team. There is no team. After a life-threatening disaster leaves Detective Angus's face horribly scarred, but his cognitive abilities increase, giving him incredible foresight into hindsight. I see it, Nancy. What did you see, Johnny? Tortilla Face will most likely strike again, as he did before. My God! You'll say that again in 15 seconds, Nancy. I predict it, because that rat bastard left another clue. What is it? He played us like the drums, Nancy. He left his calling card at the scene of the crime. A slipknot. My God! A menace lurking in the shadows finds an arch nemesis and hamburger man. They call him the savior of this city. What do they call you, boss? Psychosocial. His existence and mine, a duality, if you will. Or as Hamburger Man would say it, the devil and I. What do we do now, boss? We wait, henchmen. We wait and bleed. Ronald Snargetson as Detective Angus. My face, like a monkey, threw up into a meat grinder. That's why I fight Greasy. Tiddly Sweeney do as Nancy Groucho. It doesn't matter, Johnny. I love you. I love your ugly mug. And Benedict Cumberback as Tortilla Face. It all goes down tonight, Detective. Santa Maria, you're ugly. And that comes from a man whose face looks like Freddy Krueger's kneecaps. Hamburger Man and Tortilla Face. The Reckoning. Uh, all right, let's get to this thing about Portugal the Man with the banned books. So they, these guys are from Alaska. Portugal the Man are Alaskan natives. They take a lot of pride in that. Uh, they've taken a stand against recent efforts by a local school board in the northern state to ban five allegedly controversial literary classics. F. Scott's Fitzg- F. Scott Fitzgerald's The Great Gatsby, Ralph Ellison's Invisible Man, Joseph Heller's Catch-22, Tim O'Brien's The Things They Carried, and Maya Angelou's I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings. These are pretty much standard reading for a lot of kids in junior high and high school. Well, they banned them there in Alaska, so here's what Portugal the Man uh, has done. They will personally donate copies directly to those students who would like to read them. Uh, They say, quote, These titles are often considered staples for junior and senior English classes across the country. We believe this decision is narrow-minded and unpatriotic, and we are not okay with it. That is why we are putting out a standing offer that if any student parent in the Matsu Borough District wants a copy of one or more of these books, we will mail them to you personally free of charge. You can email sticksandstones at portugaldemand.com, and they'll mail you out a book. Pretty awesome. All right. uh, This is a new thing. Uh, for a tribute album with a lot of musicians on this. Check this out. U2, Elton John, Joan Jett, John Lennon's sons are set for a T-Rex tribute album. 
Mark Bolin and T-Rex will be saluted with the September 4th release of a 26-track tribute album called Angel-Headed Hipster. Uh, Variety is reporting that in addition to U2 and Elton John teaming up to co uh, cover these tracks, they're going to be doing, apparently U2 and Elton John are teaming up to do Bang a Gong, and the album also features performances by Todd Rundgren, Joan Jett, both Julian and Sean Lennon on separate tracks, Lucinda Williams, Perry Farrell, uh, David Johansson, Maria McKay, and Keisha, among others. Wow, that is, it is features special guests Donald Fagan, Bill Frissel, Wayne Kramer. Holy moly, that sounds really cool. And apparently it's going to be a tie-in with T-Rex's long-awaited induction into this year's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and the upcoming T-Rex documentary, Children of the Revolution. That is badass, and that's coming up September 4th, man. I can't wait to check that out. Uh, this was something that I thought was interesting and positive. Godsmack drummer Shannon Larkin recently discussed his recovery from alcoholism on a recent episode of his bandmate Sully Erna's new internet show called Hometown Sessions. It's kind of like a pod podcast thing that he's doing where he just kind of talks about whatever's on their mind. And uh, the 52-year-old drummer in Godsmack, who has been sober uh, for about four years, said, quote, my biggest fear of quitting alcohol was thinking that I wouldn't have fun anymore. I wouldn't know how to have fun. So that's where my anxiety stems from. I'm supposed to be this rock and roller. I'm the one throwing the party, and now I'm going to be this sober guy. They're going to think I'm a weirdo, so I've got lots of anxiety, end quote. That's a very relatable thing, you know, and it's tough for a lot of people to come out of that. So congrats to him for staying sober for four years. More power to you, man. Hey, Chris. What's up? You know what, Charles? Don't even go there. Not without my coffee. Oh, wow, Chris. What happened to your ever-so-polite and upbeat demeanor? Shove it up your ass, Charles. Your big, fat, ugly, pompous, face-hole, jerk, ugh, turpentine mouth. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Chris, you know what, buddy? I know what you need. What's that? Potato breath? Guilt? Reach right into my sack. Right there. Oh, oh, yeah, oh. yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. Pull out the can. What in the ninth level is this? It's a cold, refreshing can of a little something called ball jack. They're a vitalizing energy drink that'll kickstart your day with a little something called pizzazz. Pizzazz? Yeah, otherwise known as a combination of yellow 5-6 and a little known and regulated yellow number 16. All good things. Drink up! Hey, I feel better already. Of course you do, because Ball Jack is the key to morning success. With a patented blend of caffeine, taurine, ginkgo biloba, and actual tears, you'll punch the day in the face and get pumped up like you swallowed jet fuel. Well, is it good for you? Define good. And Ball Jack is full of a little something we all know and love called energy crystals. Oh, energy crystals. Like sugar? Sure. It's your party, Chris. So, what do you say to life now? Look out, Betty. I'm jam-packed full of pizzazz. Woo! Good. Go get them, Buster. And watch out for cops. Huh? Ball Jack, located at most retail chicken feed stores. Uh, Gene Simmons says the music industry workers are suffering as venues go dark. He said in a new interview, basically on Fox's Good Day LA, uh, he was an, uh, a guest on there, and he explained that the back line of every band in the venue has truly been leveled by the cancellation of all the ongoing tours and arena events in the wake of the coronavirus situation. He said, quote, We can talk about the big numbers, and that means billions of dollars that are lost. So what are we talking about exactly? You're talking about single mothers and families who live from check to check, the people who actually put on these concerts, the security people, the road crews and all that stuff. You know, this is important. This is survival. And so for the folks in and around the infrastructure are the people that are suffering the most. That is very true, man. Kiss's uh, next concert is still on the books for May 7th. 
uh, in Paraguay. Wow. I don't know if that's going to happen, man. That's crazy. That's like a week away. I don't I don't see how that can happen. Um, all right. Well, maybe Gene Simmons can step up and donate to, to those guys. I'm not sure if he has. But Gene Simmons, if you're listening, I know you're a big fan of the podcast. Uh, donate what you can, man. Uh, uh, you know, um, whatever you can. $100,000, $150,000. Make a good gesture to your rogue crew uh, in, in this time of need. All right. Let's move on, guys. On this week in music history trivia, on this week in 2004, set the Wayback Machine 16 years ago, May 1st, this musician makes his first appearance on the TV series Third Watch, playing a drug dealer who vows revenge after his son is killed during a car chase with police officers. So which of these musicians do you think played a drug dealer kingpin boss? Was it A, Rob Halford from Judas Priest, Gene Simmons from Kiss, or C, Nikki Six from Motley Crue? Who do you think? Well, Mean Gene, that's right, Gene Simmons. I'm looking at the stock picture of him in costume on set. He does kind of look like an Italian mob boss kind of kind of tough guy so i don't know i didn't see that episode but i'm sure he did pretty uh, pretty good in it seems like he's a a pretty good actor in general all right some movie tv entertainment news this week guys uh and news from around the world looks like amazon whole foods and instacart workers have organized a historic mass strike workers at some of the largest corporations on friday today may 1st workers at amazon whole foods instacart walmart fedex target and ship t say they will walk off the job on may 1st to protest their employer's failure to provide basic protection for frontline workers who are risking and losing their lives at work during this uh, pandemic. It's being referred to as the May Day general strike on social media and digital flyers have been going around. This is interesting. Uh, by the, I'm, I'm recording this today, May 1st, so I don't know how this is actually panning out. Uh, we'll have to see in the uh, coming weekend here what actually happened from this strike. Uh, this is also interesting news from around the world. San Antonio Zoo has reopened as a drive-through. If this isn't a sign of the times. Uh, so to keep visitors safe, it's going to operate as a drive-through for a limited time. People will be able to drive through the zoo and see the animals from the safety of their cars as they listen to an audio-guided tour. They'll also be able to buy food and drinks curbside through the zoo. Money from the drive-through experience will help the zoo continue to care for the animals and allow them to hire back some furloughed employees. So that's kind of a win-win. It's kind of cheesy, but at the same time, you know, stuff I think about that, like the the SPCA, the pound, the zoo, where all these poor animals are, and they're suffering budget cuts just like everybody. So imagine, you know, the dog's, uh, you know, food maybe went from two bowls down to one a day. And, you know, this, this kind of stuff helps put money back into those businesses. So if you're in the San Antonio area, get out there and do that zoo thing so uh, some workers can come back. And those animals can get taken care of a little bit better. Uh, all right, guys. What kind of summer vacations now? Now that all this stuff is happening and everybody's thinking about the summertime coming up, not a lot of people really thinking about vacations in general. But there was this doctor on USA Today um, that kind of suggested like taking a road trip or camping are the kind of minimal contact ideas that would be the best. They say that, you know, doing a road trip or going camping and being kind of isolated away from people that would be the best way to do a trip instead you know maybe you're like renting an rv go to a beach house for the weekend but don't go to the beach that's the that's kind of the catch-22 they were saying you know a lot of the popular areas where a lot of people will be congregating those aren't going to be the destinations this year for a lot of summer vacations they're they're predicting that people are basically going to kind of go to get away from it all in remote locations so 
All right, more news from around the world. I thought this was funny. A German soccer fan has put a bunch of cutouts of themselves in the stands for these fanless games. People love their soccer. People love their football all over the world, right? Fans of a pro soccer team in Germany wanted to avoid the forlorn of looking at an empty stadium when the games start up. It's coming up here in May, apparently. That's when the, they're going to do these fan, uh, no-fan games. So <laughs> the fans are paying to have cardboard cutouts made of, of themselves, and they're being put in the stands of their team's home stadium. There's a link where they can take or upload a picture of themselves, fill out some info, pay about 20 bucks, and the cardboard image is created and put in the stands. So far, there have been, get this, over 10,000 orders. And I got a picture of it right here. It looks pretty awesome, I got to say. That's pretty cool and creative. And all the money is going to a fund for fans who need help during the pandemic. So it's all for a good cause and it's pretty creative. All right, that does it for us, guys. Follow us on Instagram at Garage Rock Show Podcast, Facebook.com slash Garage Rock Show Podcast, Twitter.com slash Garage Rock Show. All of our links are up on nine different platforms with links to all of our socials. We got some pictures up there and all that cool stuff. The Garage Rock Show.com. Thanks for tuning in this week. Guys, if you like the podcast, give us a rating. Uh, we do appreciate it, and we'll see you next week. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you next week. Have a good one. Peace. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the Garage Rock Show or used by TGRS with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of the garage rock show tgrs assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein this disclaimer is posted in full at the garage rock show.com